Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Tommy Dearden re-signs with the Cowboys until 2029, signing a five-year extension as a stay here, or stay there. I mean, this was a no-brainer for the club. This was a no-brainer for Dearden. In regards to the figure, um, even if it is a million, I don't think it's overs. Uh, I think if it is, let's say it's a, a one million each year, it's actually unders because by the time he gets in his fourth or fifth year, if he cont- continues to go where we think he will, uh, it'll be a, a bargain. Uh, I think it's a great signing. When you talk about players suiting clubs, Dearden suits the Cowboys. He really does suit the Cowboys. Great signing, exciting times for the Cowboys. Yeah, it suits him down to a T, and I think that uh, he is right on the edge of becoming a proper premier half in our game. And I think it'll time really well that when Chad's career comes to an end in the next, what do you reckon, year, two years? I reckon maybe even this year. Maybe this year, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't shock me. I think Dearden's ready to lead a side. Um and, you know, if you have any question marks about that, I think Origin just puts it to bed. Mate, I was shocked how well he was good. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe his debut. Suncorp Stadium, no Munster. You're replacing Cam Munster. It was Cam Munster you replaced, correct? Yeah. yeah. Like, in Suncorp, coming out essentially first touch try assist. Craziness. Yeah. Craziness. And I, I just love how tough the kid is. He's got all the talent in the world, which is great. But I just... I, I actually think, to your point as well, I actually think we're not even close to how good he's going to get. Mm, yeah. I actually think there are parts of his game, because I, I, I'm not sure and we'll, we'll ask the question or we'll ask it now then. Do you believe he's going to be a seven long-term, a six long-term? I believe the five-year extension says to me he's going to be the seven. I don't know why you would extend a six on five years unless they're like... I mean, did Cam Munster even sign a five-year deal? You know what I mean? Like, whereas a seven, I can understand. He, he is the guy that's going to lead. And so I do believe he's going to be there seven long-term. And so if you could get his running game and everything he does really well at six, plus add-on game management, you're looking at one of the best halves in the comp. 
And I think in the brief instance we've seen him been the main <coughs> dominant player, I, I think he has got that in his game. Mm. I, I think he'll be a seven for sure, in yeah. my opinion. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, there, there are blokes who sign long-term deals and, you know, you have your reservations around, be it, you know, injury history. You know, are they players who are going – is there going to be – not so much attitude problems, but, you know, when they sign a long-term deal, is the foot going to come off the gas a bit? They get comfortable. They might not put in as much. There's always question marks around them, especially when they're on big money deals like they tend to be over these long-term ones. Tom Dearden, no concerns at all. Mm. He seems to be well-respected in the playing group. He seems like he's a legend of a bloke, uh, a real hard trainer, a player who just works and works and works at his craft. I just think it's such a great signing and, and just locks in such a key piece of their puzzle long-term. Uh, I'm so happy for, for Tommy and the Cowboys that he's locked in there. I've, even though the early signs in his career are number six, I've always seen Tommy as evolving into a number seven just because I think he's got that leadership leadership about him. He's a, he's a talker on field. Um, I think he will easily be able to get a team around Park. You know, the fact that he's next to a bloke like Chad Townsend, who is so experienced, he's a premiership winning half. I just think it's tailor-made and, and the evolution is when Chad goes, whether it's after this year, the next year, Tommy's just going to step in and be, well, he's already that man just about, but mm. I, I love it. Munster was a four-year deal. It was a four-year deal? Yeah. Oh, okay, so four-year deal. Um, oh, because it was a, so five years because it's an extension? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A four-year deal. Uh, yeah, I see him as a seven long-term Cowboys are in such an interesting position because underachieved this last season, but when you look at their roster, you go, oh, this, like they're almost the most underrated roster in the comp. They've got, I think, the equal most amount origin players in their roster aren't too old. Like they're not a super aging roster. I know some of the, you know, Tamalolo and Holmes are around the 30 mark, um, but it, it is an exciting roster. Like it is quite an exciting roster. I love their roster. Mm. Like I felt like last year we were constantly trying to find spots for all these exciting forwards to come in. And in my opinion, they've got a representative nine, seven, and one yeah. that are going to play there for the next five or six years. I think the Cowboys are in a very, very mm. good spot. And you've got Nanai, you've got Leilua, uh, who I think was probably their play, one of their players of the year last year, Holmes. Uh, you've got um, oh, the big rangy back rower. Luke, Lukey hasn't hit his straps yet. Yeah, Fina Fuiaki, like there's yeah, yeah, there's it's a lot of very good players. Tuolangi. Another yeah. stat that I thought was um, really interesting from Origin that I saw on uh, NRL on Nine. Tuolangi actually ran for the most meters for Queensland in the series this year. He was very underrated. Yeah, and yeah. it's just just kind of got, you know, all the talk was kind of around uh, Selwyn I think this year, and then and then someone else Selwyn got injured. I th- did he get injured or get dropped? And someone Played else game one and got dropped, didn't got he? Got dropped. So initially it was about Selwyn being like the star. He, oh, because he had that incredible moment the year before, Selwyn? Yep. Um, what was that this year? No, that was the, the, the moment that he kicked infield, yeah. Dan Gagai. That was game one last, last year. Last year, yeah. okay. Yeah. But Tuolangi, you know, it was a coach that came in game three this year. Yes, I think it was. Or, yeah. or game two game or two, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Tuolangi kind of just flew on the radar. And I'm guilty of this as well. Like, But... The most metres in an origin from a winger for a Queensland, when you've got guys like Paddy Carrigan and, you know, the big boys up front, like that's nothing to sniff at. Huge knock, yeah. I really like where the Cowboys are heading. I th- yeah, as I said, they've got that spine sorted. And like, even some of their – and, you know, with all due respect to him, he's put egg all over my face. The winger that they signed from Canberra last year. Sammy Valamai. Yeah, he, 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 oh he exploded. God. He exploded. That is one of the great turnarounds in a footballer I have ever seen. Yeah, he I literally could exploded. not believe how well he went up there. They've recently, and I think it's flown under the radar massively, they've signed Valeo from the New Zealand Warriors. Mm. 
who yeah. he hasn't played a heap of first grade, but center. He's got so much ability. He has a ton of ability. He could explode up there. They've still got Laybutt, who's a very talented guy as well. Like they are in a very good spot. He yeah. was just starting to get comfortable, uh, Viliami Valea this season, and then he had an injury that kept him out for a fair while, and it just hindered his progress this season, but. He could be a ripping signing and for them. No one's talking about him. Yeah, that's, he that's could a really do good point. big things up there. And like, I mean, you're getting forced out essentially by Vasilchuk, you know. Yeah. So it's not like you're getting, you know, he's competing with guys that – and Rocco Berry obviously hits some really good form. But you look at him and the guys that come from the Warriors, sometimes they go to clubs. Like you look at Papa, um, Papali'i, um, you look at uh, Valame. I know Valame with the Raiders. But these kind of like explosive players that – just need the right environment to get the best out of their natural attributes. And then obviously, uh, yeah, I'm excited as well. Um, but yeah, Dearden, long-term signing, great signing. One of the real feel-good stories of rugby league at the Broncos, absolutely nightmare situation. Goes to the Cowboys um, and he has been absolutely outstanding ever since. And the raps of this guy coming through were like, like he was a CBA. He was a CBA, could be anything. Uh, anything more on the Dearden signing? No, I'm just rolled up by the Cowboys. Good mate. Um, uh, sorry, only was second to Carrigan. Oh, second to Carrigan? But still, like, it was only a couple of metres off. Okay. Second to Carrigan. Hot boy Carrigan. You know what? It was the hair that got him that extra few metres. <laughs> to Alungi, bro, get a ponytail. Guarantee you out metre Paddy Carrigan next year. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Because um, I think a few New South Wales players got confused when he said, get on me hair, boys. They got on his hair, literally. <laughs> and dra- he dragged him forward. <laughs> Dragons have signed Ronald Volkman for the 2024 season. Uh, Sully also extends uh, three years, keeping him there until 2027. Um, you know, great signing for the Dragons, in my opinion. Uh, like, Volkman's been one that I've had on the radar for quite a while. Obviously, he was at the Roosters, went to the Warriors for opportunities. Didn't seem to work out in saying that the New South Wales Cup team, they went pretty well, I'm pretty sure, the Warriors, and he was a big part of it. Yeah, I... Big part of was he New South Wales Cup Player of the Year or maybe it was the Warriors New South Wales Cup Player of the yeah, Year? Yeah, like, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Warriors, so yeah. very, very surprised that the Warriors were willing to let him go. I think, and you know, as you guys all know, I've been huge fan of Altman for a long time. Um, he, he he went. To, he's obviously a lot younger than me, but he went to the same high school as me, so I watched him sort of play all the way coming through. Very, very talented, and you watch him in New South Wales Cup, and he absolutely brained it. It didn't quite translate in first grade. Mm. It took him a little bit longer to find his feet in first grade, and I would argue he probably still hasn't found his feet. I'm still very confident that he will. With uh, halves at a premium, that they wouldn't... Do you for sure, but you look at the New Zealand Warriors, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Luke Metcalf, Sean Johnson, um, there's someone else I'm, I'm, I'm missing in that list as well. Like They are Tomorrow stacked. Martin. Tomorrow Martin, of course. They are stacked for halves at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I just think, okay, so Metcalf, injury... Concerns. Yep. Um, Tomato Martin, yeah, like, you know, SJ and him long term. Um, Harris Tavita, like, been away for a bit. Will he come? I was a bit surprised they didn't. Now, I think that maybe it's not a guarantee, but you'd assume Volkman is starting at the six jersey. At the Dragons? For the Dragons. I'm, no, I'm not super. I, yeah, I, okay. He would be my six. Yeah. Because Flanagan's, they're saying he's a nine. Are they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they've, they've said that he's a nine. Okay. If that's the case, yeah. Was, and I, I actually thought Flano played really well at nine last mm. year. He played mostly reserve grade when he played nine, but he looked really good there. Um, I would have Volkman as my starting six, but I'm not sure if that's what Shane's going to do. Yeah. Because I, I reckon that's what pulled him away from the Warriors, is like, we're going to start you at six. 
I think as well with the Warriors, I think that they value Chanel Harris Tavita a lot. Yeah, okay. And I, I think re-signing him, like I think he's an absolute weapon. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, a very he good player, Chanel Harris Tavita. So I think had Chanel Harris Tavita not come back, I reckon there's every chance Volkman's still at the Warriors. Could you check? Did Flanagan say he was brought to the club as a nine? Uh, this isn't a quote, but this article that I'm reading said that he was recruited as a hooker. Yes. Okay. Uh, and also, just I thought I'd throw you some stats. Volkman, 27 tries and 8 tries last year in New South Wales Cup. Jeez. As he a 7 play. or a 6? Uh, he was a 7. 7. Wow. I mean, this is one of those signings that, especially under Flano, it could be, you know, really, really good for the club. Like, almost club changing. Because, like, he's 21 now, I think, Volkman. But this kid can play. You don't stay in the rooster system. Yeah, 21. For as long as he did, uh, unless you've got something special about you. For sure. But it's got to come together. It hasn't come together in first grade yet, but he still has the chance for it to come together in my And he's, you know, people think it's over the top, but he is the sort of guy for me that, you know, he's shown it in New South Wales Cup, he can't do it, that if Ben Hunt wants to leave in the next year or two, you could hand the keys to him yeah. with a bit of experience under his belt. Mm. Uh, got, the quote, got the quote for you. So Shane Flanagan was quoted saying, the plan was to transition Kyle into a nine over the next couple of years. Oh, fantastic. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah sweet. Um, so I'm excited. That change, I mean, look, I'm still not – I think the Dragons need to recruit more than that. But it does change a fair bit for me because a Hunt-Flanagan-Carves pairing isn't exciting for me. Like, because you'd be putting Flanagan at six and he's not a six. Um, you wouldn't be putting Hunt at six. A Hunt-Volkman, six and seven, that's pretty exciting for me. I'd put, him, I'd put Volkman at six, Hunt at seven. Uh what thoughts, guys? Thoughts? Yeah, I do. So I was actually just thinking about the whole Kyle Flanagan stuff. I think I assumed Flano would become a halves once a moan wasn't available. Yeah. That changed things, but that makes complete sense. And yeah, I'd go Volkman at six. Jimmy, what do you reckon? I'd go Volkman at six, provided obviously he performs throughout the preseason. Yeah. He's just an interesting case because all the signs are positive for him. Mm. All his numbers in the New South Wales Cup sort of squeezed out due to lack of opportunity at the Roosters they had. Obviously, Kiri there, Sammy Walker coming through, Hacho Hills around, Lockie Lamb early on, end up at the Warriors midway through 2022. Couldn't, like, struggled to really get a start there when we thought he would have played more games and couldn't really, not so much cement himself a role because certainly by 2023 with Metcalf shining once he was available, uh, Tamari Martin, they had options, but. It's just never quite happened for him just yet. But I said, there, all the numbers are there in New South Wales Cup. And if he was 25, I'd be like, why hasn't happened yet? He's 21 years old. Yeah, he's so young. He's young. He's talented. So I'm with you. I, I, I wouldn't like the Flano combo with Ben Hunt. It doesn't make sense to me at all. But Volkman and Ben Hunt, if Volkman can sort of hit anywhere close to the potential that we've got in him... They'll be perfect. Benny Hunt runs the show. Voltman learns off him. He's a ball runner, does all that. Well, not just a ball runner. 27 tries, yeah. he's a ball player. But he's, he's ball running is great. elite. Yeah, elite. so they can be a great combination. Um, devil's advocate a little bit here. He struggled to get a start with the Warriors. If he doesn't, Amon now unavailable, Flano transitioning to hooker. We've just sort of said we don't really want to see a Flano combination with Ben Hunt. Like who else do they have in line there to potentially play in the halves if it doesn't work out that way? Yeah, look, devil's advocate, you're right. Devil's advocate also, you know, letting Sullivan go to yeah. then go and sign another guy that's in New South Wales Cup when Sullivan has played good footy in first grade looks like a crazy decision. The, the yeah. less we think about that, the better. The better. The better we'll sleep at night. Now, Sullivan, look, I read from when Sullivan had that interview, it seemed to me that he just wanted to play first grade. Mm. 
it didn't seem to me that he got offered a mozza from the Tigers and that's why he left. Now, maybe he eventually did get offered a better contract at the Tigers and that's why he went there. But I'll just never understand the Sullivan moving on part when you knew Amon had his situation going on. I will never understand Isn't it that. funny how quickly that scenario has changed where the Dragons had... Too much depth. Too, too much depth in the halves to now very questionable. And the Tigers, who were not so much the opposite because they've lost Luke Brooks, but they've now all these halves. Luai coming 2025 going, this isn't all going to fit. Yeah. Gee, the game can change quickly. So quickly. That's, I'd love to know more about that Sullivan situation. I really, really would. Does not make sense. Just having a look through their squad that they've got here, like if Kyle Flanagan's a nine, like if it's not Ben Hunt and it's not Lokman, your next best option is probably Jack Bird. That's six. Yeah, that's... Like that's, there's literally no one else in their squad that's a... Paul Turner's the other one, but I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully those two can stay fit. Yeah, look, if Volkman kicks off, it's going to be massive. It puts yeah. a lot of pressure on Volkman. Oh, massive. But if he hits his straps as the guy, because what's going to be exciting for Volkman is he's going to a club, he's the guy. It, look, look, if we believe everything that's been said, he is going to play first grade at that club at six in the sixth jersey. Clears his head. He can do the whole preseason as the guy, the whole preseason essentially as a partner to Benny Hunt. Mm. That may be just the thing he needs to fulfil his potential. Put it this way. Let's say he hadn't played NRL yet and we just looked at his stats last year. We'd be going, this is a great pickup. It's just that I, what I have been surprised at when he had played – I don't expect a rookie to come in and kill it, but he has been a bit tentative coming into first grade. And what that says to me is just confidence. And that's what excites me at the Dragons is, is he's going to be – well, I assume he's going to be instilled with confidence as you are the guy – don't be scared about losing your jersey. Don't be worried about it. You and Benny Hunt. Because, like, the Dragons, look, if the Dragons are pl- trying to play games, like, not games, but if they're trying to set the environment up that, oh, anyone can get that jersey, you better play well, that's the wrong way to handle this situation, in my opinion. Because, in reality, you don't have anyone else to wear that jersey. <laughs> so, why set the environment up? I know you want to, you know, almost scare him into the best he can be. Kids these days, most of them anyway, don't react well to that. If you say to him, like Mark Nichols is a great example. Like the reason he had an incredible year at the Rabbitohs, he was pulled aside before the year, him into Tola, said, you are guaranteed a first grade jersey, you will be on the bench, and I actually think you should be starting. They went on and killed it. I think Volkman, if he gets to the club and Flano sits him down and says, mate, it is your jersey, we believe in you, we're behind you. I think that's what's going to take him to the, to the next level. I really do. It's a really good opportunity too. Like you'll obviously get to see him play 5-8, but then, you know, there'll be six weeks in the middle of the season when Ben Hunt goes and plays Origin. Mm. Be a good opportunity for the Dragons to see how he goes at halfback. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for Volkman to get a fair, like a long-term opportunity to just nail down a spot because he's a very exciting. When you talk about a highlight real half, like the, we're not, you know, for people that may not have seen Volkman play much footy, we're not talking about a structured seven that can, you know, kick around the field. Like he may be able to do that eventually. We're talking about a chip and chase, great footwork, incredible line break, strong in tackles, you know, strong hip, strong base. Very exciting player. Very Crowd exciting pleasure. player. Um, Suli, oh, look, I think it's a. I would have been shocked if Suli left. I think he's been super consistent. A couple of injuries here or there, super consistent. But the Dragons would be insane to let a guy like Sully go. He's been one of their better performances, uh, performers over the last few years, so I think it's great resigning. I want to give Moses Sully a huge shout-out because it wasn't that long ago he was you know, falling asleep in cars and there was three clubs mm. in two years and you just thought, this cannot possibly work out. To now be talking about him and confidently use the word consistent next to his name is such a credit to him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, 
the amount of players that have come through before have been challenged off field and it has beaten them as a rookie, you, you don't hear about them. You don't hear about them. And he was almost guaranteed to go down that path. And it wasn't little things that happened off field for him. It was big things. And I agree with you, mate. The fact that he's turned his life around, that when you see a player playing this consistent, a lot of Dragons fans and footy fans are going to look at Suli and go, oh, yeah, it's always been like that. It's always been like he's just a consistent good centre in the NRL. Uh, it hasn't always been like that. This guy has overcome massive internal struggles to be the best he is today. It's an incredible achievement. And if he never plays another NRL game again, he's still an incredible achievement. Yeah, I've been so impressed with his turnaround and just how he's matured over the last few years. It's... <laughs> You know, and people say, oh, he's at the Dragon. Sure, to be at an NRL club and to be signing three-year deals and to be as consistent as he is from where he's come from is an incredible achievement. Oh, yeah, he's at the Dragons. Go watch his last few games for Manly then. Honestly, go watch it. He fucking tore the teams apart. It's the reason why he had to leave Manly because uh, they didn't have a spot for him because at the time they had locked in their players and he killed it so much. Speaking of uh, getting the rig in shape, Val Tafade. Ooh. Ooh. Big boy, looking Dolphins. very explosive. Jeez, he's looking good. I tell you what, Wayne Bennett, the master, <laughs> yeah. just gets him in the media, you know, gave him a kick up the bum. Otherwise, he's gone. I'm going to get rid of him. Six weeks later, he looks like friggin' yeah. looks like the rock. Prime Mal Meninga. Prime Mal Meninga. Um, so what you're saying is he's basically as good as Mal Meninga. Is that what you're saying, Tim? <laughs> if he moves to the Raiders, he will. <laughs> um, on uh, Sully... Uh, awesome for him, awesome for the Dragons. You know, we've said they've liked to be a strike in the past. Obviously, Sully's been there. Well, he's been a strike weapon for them, hasn't he? And flow-on effect of this for me, uh, the impact it's going to have because Jack Bird has publicly come out and said that he wants to go back and play centre uh, like he did under Shane Flanagan at the Sharks, which then leads to Zach Lomax and all this chat of does he go to fullback and get first crack at it next year? You know, Bird said he wants to play there. He said he's feeling as fit and fast as he has in years. So we could see Zach Lomax at fullback where just all a little bit exciting because I, I like Jack Bird at centre as well. I, I think when he's fit and has that speed, that agility, I think it's his best position. So I think it's his best position when a squad can afford it to be. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, because like the reason why he hasn't played that position is because he's always in squads that need him to play back row. Anywhere but centre. Anywhere, anywhere but centre. Yeah. But you look at his time at the Sharkies, and Broncos was a write-off because of the injuries. But they could afford that. Luke Lewis, Wade Graham. Right? They don't need an edge-back rower. They don't need a six. Um, so I agree with you, mate. To make matters more interesting, over the break it comes out that Sloan has been continuing to train with the club across the whole break. Mm. And you go, look, I'm still very – I'm not confident that the Dragons will make eight this year. I think their roster needs to improve a lot. Um I think they need to recruit, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not overly excited at this year. But all the ingredients of getting better seem to be coming out of the club, if you know what I mean, from where they were only, what, two months ago? You're sitting there going, I don't really see much upside at all at the moment. They've brought in Volkman, whereas before, they, you know, Amon's gone, Sullivan's gone, Flanagan was brought as a nine. Um, they've got guys competing for spots. Bird fitter than that. You know what I mean? Like these are good signs. I know compared to other clubs that are in the top four and top eight, then, you know, they're just normal signs. But for a club that two months ago was no, not exciting at all, it gives me a little bit of hope. And, and all those changes we've just mentioned, going to throw a lot of ifs at you here and be very uh, glass half full and be optimistic. But 
if Volkman flies next to Ben Hunt starts in his potential at 5'8", if Zach Lomax gets to fullback and hits his it. potential yeah. as, a, as a fullback, Jack Bird, back to we just said, we think sends his best position. You know, there's some things to get excited about that, mm. you know, hopefully they all land and they all come to fruition. Blake Laurie had his best year last mm. year. Ravalawa had his best year last year. Lomax should probably be in the mix for origin when it comes to talent. He was, I mean, he's been in a squad before. Um, and so it's a, it's a great point. There's a lot of ifs at the Dragons that, like, if everyone plays to what they, you, you know, they can, will they win a premiership? I don't think so. Could they fight for finals? Potentially. Like, yes, I think they could. If everyone plays as well, the only questions I have is around their forward yeah. pack in the middle. I'm not confident necessarily on any of those things eventuating, but... It's a possibility. It's exciting and Whereas it's a possibility. a few months ago, it was not a possibility. Yeah. It was like, it's not going to happen. And I think the biggest advantage the Dragons have... No one's expecting shit from yeah. them. No. And Flano would love that. Love it. He'd be saying, yeah. he'd be talking about it every day. And everyone's writing us off. Everyone, you know, thinks we're not NRL stand or whatever it is. Um, Just on Zach Lomax playing fullback, I was having a look through his stats the other day. In the first, um, you know, 15-odd games of the season, he averaged 17 touches of the football per game. In his last seven games, he averaged 27 touches of the football. I think he's got to be back there. Yeah, I think he does too. And I, I reckon he was trying to send a message to Flanner, going, fuck, I just need more footy. If yeah. nothing else, it's worth a crack. Yeah. Look, look, the way, I see, to lose. the way I see it is this with Lomax at fullback. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He's a big body with a lot of talent. Just get him the, in a team that doesn't have that game breaker. I know Sloan is a game breaker at times in attack, but overall when it comes to defense and attack... And a team that doesn't have that guy, he can be that guy. Just get the ball in his hands as much as possible. Yeah, it might not be orthodox. It might be a bit clunky. You know, he might be taking too many runs. But if you get the ball in his hands enough, something's going to happen. And the other thing about being unorthodox, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I think particularly early on in the season, people are going to be going, what the hell is Zach Lomax going to throw at us from fullback? Like, they don't know. It's hard to plan for. It's Absolutely. hard to defend. And, like, kick returns. Little things like this. Kick returns. Okay, so Sloan, obviously a game breaker and he can make line breaks, but in contact, usually gets dominated in contact. These are little parts of the game that you don't really talk about that much, but every time you get dominated when you do a kick return as a winger or a fullback and you don't find your front, you don't get a quick play of the ball, your whole set starts differently. There is a, a second difference between us getting a roll on and not. Lomax will win the contact nearly every time when he runs that ball back. He's fucking massive for an outside back. Um, so, like, there are a lot of upsides. Like, does he have the game-breaking speed that Sloan has? I don't know. I don't think he does. But does he have more well-rounded well uh, attacking arsenal than Sloan does at the moment? I think he does. I think he does. Um, so, now, again, it's that, that if question. If Sloan is playing to his potential, then that all changes because we go, oh, Sloan is unbelievable. So... 
Yeah, it's, I think he'll get the first crack. I really do. I hope he does. Yeah, I really do because I think what Flano will try to do with Sloan is the Wayne Bennett route of like, how much do you really want it? Are you going to go back to reserve grade and work your ass off for the first four weeks? If you are, I will find a spot for you in this side, whether it's wing or fullback. If you're going to go back and just, you know, do your thing or whatever, you clearly aren't desperate to be in this side. That's what Wayne does all the time. Like, he does it to players. Like, sometimes players don't even deserve to get dropped by Wayne, but he does it to see, how much do you want it? Like, what are you going to, how are you going to react to it? Look at the Tafato thing. Like, publicly basically saying, you either lose weight or you're gone, and boom. Completely changes. I'm not sure there's any other coach can get away with doing that publicly. With Wayne, it's just like, just just don't question. Let him do his thing. Let <laughs> him do his thing. Um, and you know what? Tafade is going to be so grateful Oof. to Wayne that he did that because he him fit is scary. Mm. And like when when you start looking at the depth the Dolphins have in the outside backs, if he does play center, even on the edge forwards, it starts going. This is a fucking good club. This yeah. is a good club. And you look at him in particular. I know a lot of people were critical of him at the end of last season, like. That wasn't year two of NRL for him. That was year two of rugby league yeah. for him. Absolutely. He was a greenskeeper at the stadium. Just be patient. Stay patient, baby. Stay patient.